0: Good morning, good morning. This is Let's Go with Rosie the Boss Lady. How is everyone doing on this lovely middle of the week? It is Wednesday and it is 7 in the morning, my peoples. I I usually have my cafecito, but today I decided to have my, my um, hot cocoa because it is cold out. But, um, you know, whether you have your heat on, you still feel some type of cold, right? And that's how you know that. The outside, it is freezing. <laughs> I believe it's like the, the low 30s, maybe um, high 20s outside. Um, but today, it's crazy because I had... You know a few discussions with my adult children these past few months and i thought why not talk about our adult children not specifically my adult children but in general us parents what we go through and what we would like to <clears throat> pursue for our our adult children as far as um you know, being there for them, um, advising them, um, all the little things that we should do as parents, um, to our children, whether they're young, teenagers, adults. So, excuse me, bear with me because let me tell you, I woke up today and I was fine. And all of a sudden I end up having this chronic cough. And it's like, it doesn't want to go away, but that's not going to stop me from doing my podcast. No, it's not. So here we go. So it's one of the most difficult and yet least discussed, right? Life transitions facing today's boomers, like toddler tra- tantrums and teen hormones were no picnic, you know, especially for our parents who have adult children now. So, you know what we went through on their stages of growing up but um there is an abundance of resources available for those stages of parenting not so much for how to parent on children though (laughs) that's why i wanted to talk about this uh specific um subject so When your children become adult children, whether you believe adulthood begins um, at age 18, we all think that at age 18 should be the adult, the appropriate adult age, right? Excuse me. Or that it's less about a number and more about maturity. So the reality is that today's young adults live in a very different world. You know, back in our days, But the parents that have adult children, we, um, lived in such a different world. And, um, at our times, you know, we were forced, not forced, but we were, um, you know, um, letting, you know, we were told that if we want good things, if we want, you know, uh, money, whatever it is, if we, we, want great things in life we have to work hard for it right so um that's why i said in that in that uh, today's young adults live in a very different world so crippling college debts, a highly competitive job market the pressure to perform and succeed early on constant comparison with peers via social media Because of these changes, new definitions of adulthood um, are emerging. And it's good to talk about these things because not many people talk about child adulthood or um, adult children. So in fact, I was reading this thing and it was talking about the term emerging adulthood. So when I was reading this article about emerging adulthood, it made me think, okay, well, you know what? It's really, there's really not much out there unless you search for it, right? But you really don't hear about adult children, you know, parenting and being a parent of adult children, you always hear about parents with their children their little kids and, you know, what they go through, you know, and things like that. So like, um... Um, Life for a 20-year-old adult child looks totally different than what it is for a 30 and a 40 adult child. So if you have a large family, you may have adult children in all three of the the stages of young adulthood. Now, there may be uh, an overlap um, in these uh, decades. For example, more than 10 million million, uh, millennials are currently caregivers for a parent or a grandparent. But these are among the general milestones and markers for young adults. Now, we're going to talk, there's there's three stages, right? So there's the life in the 20s, the life in the 30s, and then there's the life in 40s. So, and, and you know, there's of course life in 50s, 60s, but we're just going to talk about the three uh, first stages of adulthood. So life in the 20s, finishing college or attending other uh, post-secondary institutions, applying to and attending graduate school for an advanced degree, looking for jobs, dating, exploring identity, defining career and life success, whatever it may be for the life of a 20-year-old. So like the life in thirties is career investments, relationship changes, long-term dating, marriage, um, traveling, saving for buying a home, starting a family. That's it within the life of a thirty of the of an average thirty-year-old, right? So then we have the life in the third in the forties. So a more focused career or perhaps a career change, raising children while they're starting to become adults planning for caregiving as parents and grandparents age continuing education and so forth so parenting adult children right your diet your diaper changing and um and and those types of days are over (laughs) for for the adult children parenting and adult children that's what i'm talking about Whether you feel relieved or conflicted about the the change, it's time to embrace your adult child's independence and enjoy a new phase of parenthood. There are different ways for parenting adult children, let me tell you. So I wanted to just like share a few ways to grow a healthy relationship with your adult children and how to parent adult children in their 20s and beyond. Now, me being a parent, of two adult children which are in the category of the 20s it has been a bit tough you know when it's time to let go <laughs> and let them be and become their own person it's tough it's tough because you've seen them grow up you've done everything for them you try to do the best that you can for them and so forth but you know um Recognizing um, recognizing, like, and respect their differences, or your differences between you and, and your adult child. Um, if you and your child had conflict well before adulthood, it won't disappear overnight on their 18th birthday, I'll tell you this. But sometimes the conflict is simply the result of a personality clash. And being under one roof can intensify it. Trust me, it can. (laughs) But it's all good. You know, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. Every stage that you go through with your children is a blessing. But at the same time, you have to put your foot down sometimes. You know what I mean? (laughs) So sometimes the conflict is simply the result of, uh, like I said, of a personality clash. And being under one roof can intensify it. So good news. There's no time like the present to accept and celebrate the uniqueness of your child. You may not always agree with their life choices, but as their independence grows, find joy in connecting without conflict. You you must. Because you have to try to learn how to just let them learn on their own. Um sometimes when they don't want to follow what you try to advise them um and guide them on but this is just what happens this is normal this is an this in average this is what happens you know and and it's and it's meant to happen <laughs> um until they can figure out who they are what they want to be what they want to do with their life etc etc so share your wisdom and insight without being critical so because your child may have a very different temperament than yours, they may not always respond well to your suggestions. Like I just said, every time you try and you think that what what you believe would be best for them in their minds is not, most of the time. But quietly, Behind the scenes, they do try to follow those suggestions without telling you. They do. They try to do it. And that's a good thing, right? Helpful as you think they may be. If they sense criticism, they may even shut down completely. They will. And that's normal. You know, um, if you're sharing wisdom, do so with grace and sensitivity. Because sometimes when you do it with anger, um it's just, it's just not going to work because mentally and emotionally you may hurt your adult child. And yes, it's, it's okay to put your foot down and let them know. And you know what I mean when I, when, when I say let them know, because once you let them know, they know <laughs> just being honest. Okay. So this is one of like the many challenges, um, in parenting adult children, but is also a strong way to build a bond of understanding and empathy with them as well so learn how they communicate because when you if you don't take the time to do so you know it may affect your relationship with your adult adult children you know adult child so setting bound boundaries with adult children it's okay so no matter what your living arrangements are adult children living at home or adult children living overseas and everything in between you still need boundaries so there might be times when you're the first person they call in a crisis yes they do and other times they'll just want to figure it out with a friend first or within, within themselves, you know, they want to just say, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. I'm not going to keep calling my mom and I'm not going to keep calling my dad, Ba blah, 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 blah. Okay. So it's, you know, likewise, like just because your children are adults doesn't mean you should tell them all the intimate decisions and discussions you may be having at home with a spouse or partner. Now set ground rules for how to disagree setting boundaries with adult children may feel uncomfortable at first because it does but the more you do it and stick to it the easier it will get and it will it may hurt because you know as mamas we're more sensitive we're more emotional when it comes to our children um, than 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 the actual um, than the than the father or the partner or, you know, whatever it may be, the mother is always more sensitive and more, um, involved basically. Um, but that's the thing. Sometimes you will have so much disagreements and because with with your adult child, because sometimes in their minds, they think that what they believe is what it is. And most likely it can be. But, you know, it's hard to accept that they do not want to agree with you or that they pref- prefer to go their way out. You know what I mean? So um, it's just like, <laughs> it, it just makes you feel, you know, a little sad because you're now realizing that your children is growing up and they want to make their own decisions about things. And that's okay. It, it, it is okay. And that's the way that they would learn and grow on their, you know, and figure out things on their own without having to always count on their parents for everything, which we as parents, we don't mind. We would love for them to come to us once in a while. You know what I mean? So do things you love together. If you loved shopping with your daughter or your son when, when he was like a teen or she was a teen. Um, there's no reason to stop now. Okay, you just have to continue that because it's it's it'll, it'll be a good thing to do with your child, with your adult child. So maybe this is the time to discover new things you both love, whatever traditions, hobbies, or activities appeal to you and your adult child. Commit to enjoying them together on a regular basis because that creates a new type of bond. With your adult child. And it doesn't have to be shopping. It can just be maybe taking a a day of the week for lunch together. Or um, a day of the weekend to have like a brunch. Or it, it doesn't have to be just... Or maybe a day of a game day. We used to have game days all the time within our family, right? But the more the children got older, the more we started being uh, more independent about things. We just grew out of it for some reason. And we're trying to gain, gain that back again, but it, you know, it is what it is. Right. So, um, so yeah, so, um, whatever traditions, hobbies, or activities appeal to you and your adult child commit to enjoying them together on a regular basis. That's, that's basically what it is. You know, If you take that time, it's so beautiful. So now make room for significant others in their lives because it is going to happen. Whether it's their friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. (laughs) It may be hard to share your children with their significant others, but these relationships are an important stage in their lounge towards independence, okay? Be open-minded and gracious as you meet uh, those people or that person and find ways to get to know them without being too pushy or critical now this doesn't mean um, necessarily mean like letting go of an adult child but giving them the room to grow and learn at their own pace you must so <clears throat> um, so let's see what else can I think of? Okay, so now we also have the adult children who ignore their parents. <laughs> so not every parent and child have a happy relationship, and adult child adulthood can within that gap. Okay. Look for opportunities to foster a healthier relationship than you had in the past. Um Because if you don't, it's like you don't want to lose the the bond that you already have had had with that child, right? So look for opportunities um, to be with them or figure out things with them. Um, Try to find common interests. If your daughter or son loves sports, plan to go to an event together. If your son or um, daughter loves art history, invite him to meet you at a museum on a Saturday. These are things that you can do. These are things that you can do, um, you know, so you can continue to have that bond with your adult child. So if the wounds of your painful relationship run deep, you may want to seek out a therapist. Okay, or just put your foot down, man, because maybe that might work. But who can help you understand the roots of the hurt and work towards healing? There may be an an opportunity to just bring your son or daughter to a session with you, you know, so that the therapist can meditate or uh, mediate an open conversation about those past hurts. No matter what the situation is, be persistent. Okay, in pursuing a relationship with your adult children. Yes, recognizing that you may be closer to some of them than others. If your child is completely ignoring you and you've already attempted to ask why, you may need to give them time and space. Don't take it personally and consistently express your desire for a relationship when they're ready. And that's just, that's just. You just have to try to give that time, you know, because sometimes that can help the healing process between you and your child. But adult children who disrespect their parents, and that's on a different note. (laughs) Now, while you may not always agree on everything in this new phase of your parent-child relationship, adult children shouldn't be testing you or rebelling against you any more or at all. Set an expectation for respect. You are still the parent figure, so they have to respect you. No matter what differences you may have or disagreement, whatever it may be, they have to know and and expect that that it, there has to be some type of respect between the both, and it goes both ways, you know. So, um, so like if your child, if your adult child moves back home, you may also be providing room and board. So like you have to put your foot down and you have to let them know and you have to you know bring if they pull out the rules okay so um one of the most important things uh parents can do also um before an adult child moves back home is to evaluate what you want from from this arrangement right instead of immediately prep you know prepping your child's room or uh filling the refrigerator with food it can be so hard for parents to say no trust me (laughs) yeah so that's why it's so important to set an intention to think about what this might look like and set clear boundaries for example right for example example (laughs) you should still go to whatever your, you, your routine is. So whether it's a yoga class or the gym or keeping a, an, you know, your day, like let say you have to, um, go out there two times in a week, uh, things like that. Um, instead of like dropping everything to go get milk or pick up a job application for that child, this prevents resentment. On the part of the parent and helps ensure that self care remains a priority. Yes, you need to support your child without getting lost in the process. So, there are two main reasons kids move back home, and we are all aware about it because we've been there, you know, um, in our past. But money and parenting styles. So it's harder to be financially independent in today's society. Uh, where college debt often far exceeds or, um, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe they're fortunate enough to find a job. They, they're they probably having trouble trying to find a job. They either rely on their parents for income or must move uh, home. So that's, most times that's the reason why. Our adult children move back home. If they leave, <laughs> if they, of course, if they leave, right? <laughs> but even if you wouldn't have considered yourself a helicopter parent, many young adults are less resilient if you've in, intervened often on their behalf. So, um, so if they hit an obstacle and are less likely to cope, listen you must sit down with them and discuss the certain things that may help them whatever the reasons are for your child, your adult children to move them back home your success in making the arrangement work for the short haul depends on setting clear expectations and rules for that adult children living at home so now the rules for adult children living at home Beware of and undo old patterns, okay? Because once they come back home, they're expecting to continue to do what they were doing when they were home. So even if your son or daughter kept his dorm room surprisingly neat, it's easy to slip into old patterns and habits once they move back home. Yes, they become very comfortable and they probably continue to do their routine when they were home the first time or before they left. So be prepared for this possibility by discussing the way things were and share how you like to see those old patterns change in the present. For example, if, if he or she came home from his high school job and plop down on the couch to watch TV, leaving his dirty clothes scattered about the living room, <laughs> shoes, socks, whatever, Set an expectation early on. So when he gets home or she gets home from work now, you like him to leave his belongings in his room before he hangs out in a family common area. So you must put your foot down. You must have to lay some rules. They may like it, they may not. So, but it's your home and you have to, um, make sure that they understand that. So whatever conflicts you had with your children before are likely to resurface, although they may look different now that they are adults and your relation is different because of it. But (laughs) that doesn't mean old patterns, particularly are negative ones either, you know, should you know, should be uh, part of the new living arrangement. So you may not be in charge anymore, but so long as they're living in your home, work towards a better relationship with honest, uh, honesty, open communication. If there's no communication within you and your adult child, um, things just ain't right. You know, make sure that the burden of, of chores and household work is shared as equally and fairly as possible. They may not like that, But you have to put your foot down. You you have to speak to them and let them know. Remember what I said earlier? They will know when you let them know. So they don't need a sticker chart anymore because they're not children. But your, your adult children should still contribute to the work of the household. Sit down together and discuss timing and what's realistic based on their schedule and yours. So if your daughter or son loves to cook but works at a restaurant during uh dinner hours perhaps ask him or her to make some freezer meals on the weekends or mornings off so you'll have access to easy options throughout the week but if your children your adult children does not cook (laughs) or they don't know how to cook or for some reason you couldn't like me, I raised I when I raised when I was raising my children, I was afraid to allow them to touch the, the stove. So, um, you know, I I do accept the fact that I did um, like I didn't allow them to cook um to touch the stove when they were younger. So it was it was hard on them to learn to actually. Take the time to learn to cook but the older they got um then i started like they would look like i would have my daughters just look at what i was doing and i would tell them look this goes with this this is how i I would mix it this so even if i didn't allow them to to touch the stove i was still educating them on how to cook i was giving them instructions on how to cook so they they know how to, they just sometimes like I, you know, sometimes they, these children, they just want to do what they want to do. And they don't care too much about having to cook because they're in mommy or daddy's house. So that's just how that works. So anyway, um, if your son or child has their own bathroom now, it is, uh, it's, um, his or hers responsibility to clean it unless he or she is willing to do some other household tasks right mowing the lawn replacing burnout light bulbs taking out the trash in exchange for mom's white glove touch (laughs) i don't have the white glove i have the yellow glove but it's okay (laughs) it's the same shit right excuse me with the word but um you know it's just it's crazy how um you know the things that we have to go through even when they're adults because it's just it's you know what i'm 43 years old i'm still learning i'm learning i'm learning about life i'm learning about what's the next thing i'm learning every day we learn it's never a non you do not stop learning your life in every stage of your life you're learning each time so um, so now, how about help without giving? So, one of the okay, so now we're going to go back and finish. Um, And and continue, that's what I mean, I'm sorry. (laughs) Bear with me, you know, I get that brain fog. So we left off where I was saying help without giving handouts. So one of the decisions um, uh, my husband and I made as our children began to leave home was to provide support, but not give a handout financially. White explains. So I'm going to explain Okay, as a parent, it is hard to see your you know your kids struggle, uh, which leads to a tendency to you know um, to struggle and you know you don't want them to um, find themselves um, stuck, you know. So we as parents, we like you know we try to do our best to. To help, you know, but it doesn't mean that we're going to just hand it out just like that. No, because they're grown and we need to um, accept the fact that they have to start learning on their own how to figure out things on their own, too. So um, there's many things that we can do, um, you know, to um, help them understand uh, the the transition to independence. Okay, so. Um, so with that being said, I hope that, you know, I tried, you know, I tried to figure out ways to like talk about, um, uh, what you call it, (laughs) uh, parenting adult children. So, um, you know, um, I do want to talk about, okay, I do want to, um, have a prayer also for our children and and so forth but you know if you've raised a child or children you've likely realized that they're um they weren't the only ones maturing right so every milestone rebellion shared dream broken heart and brave adventures is and and um it's part of our family story right it's part of our family story and as you live with and love them more and more you can escape the reality that in large part, it's all about letting go. So 18 years or more for most of us in the tra- trajectory, right, of their life looks a lot shorter in in just when when they're leaving the nest and they fly on their own, right? So leaving their nest and just just jump off of it and fly, <laughs> That's what we we have to do and we have to agree and accept that that's their time now, right? So without a doubt, children will test, push, and even reject parents. Yes, they do. So much like uh, we can pro- we can be prone to behave towards God. So sometimes we're furious at, at him, other times very much in need of his presence and love, One of the best reassurance God gives us in his word, however, is that we are all his children. So why should we pray for our adult children? Not one of us is expected to figure out um, our way in this life without seeking his direction in prayer above all, right? So, and, and none of us are expected to, you know... To just uh, sit there and and expect things without even trying to, you know, expect it, right? Like, you know, you can't expect something and then think that it's going to happen right away. No, you have to be patient. So um, if we've done our job well, we raise children into adults that are less reliant on us, and more reliant on God. And as they grow into adults, our job shifts more towards the role of encouraging and support than of provider and guidance and guide, right? Because um, they are developing their own ideas and making their own decisions. So although you may have relied on the Bible's invitation to start children off on the way they should go, look pro pros, uh, proverbs um, 22 6 it was it, it says it all and when they lived with you like when you when your children lived with you we are then given the honor of praying over their lives continually once they head out into a world of adulthood that's where God continues on to do what he's best of doing. And I know that our children are going to be safe and they're going to be good. You know, the problem is that us as parents, especially moms, we worry too much and that's normal. It is normal. It's it's what it is. (laughs) So I'm going to close this, this episode with a prayer. For our adult children. So. Heavenly Father. I pray that you will reassure my children. Our children. That you are love. Remind them. When they are lonely. Or heartbroken. Or scared. That I love them. That we love them. And even more so. Demonstrate for them. How your love. Refills and renews them. May they never feel unloved, no matter how many times the world will certainly hurt them. (laughs) Whether it be lovers, friends, supervisors, neighbors, or even their church or temple or wherever they feel as though they want to reach out to God. So show them your love in this world with skin on it. Supply them with friends and co-workers they can genuinely genuinely. You know, trust, forgive, and grow with. If they ever feel desperate, please connect us, God, so that I can offer the love they need. Impress on their hearts in signs, wonders, or words from those who love them. That they are worthy and loved no matter what mistakes they will surely make, as we all do. Father God, remind me always to show them love in ways that secure them in the knowledge that they are loved exactly where and how and for who they are. A child of the one true God. Give me your words uh, to assure them. In Jesus name, amen. So I love you all. Thank you for listening. It was a little longer today. But I needed to talk about parenting adult children because it's it's really not much out there about it. You know, there is if you search about it, but it's really not being said on the social media. It's really not being talked about it on the TV. So why not? So anyway, I hope you enjoyed what I've talked about today. And I hope that this may be of a guidance or assistance or help to any parent out there with adult children in the 20s or even or 30s or 40s but um continue to show love and support by sharing the podcast by sharing this episode um if you are not uh following me yet you can follow me on instagram at i am rosie the boss lady and rosie is spelled uh r-o-s-e-y So I-A-M-R-O-S-E-Y-T-H-E-B-O-S-S-L-A-D-Y. All righty. And you can find me with that same um, username on TikTok. And you can also use that same username on Facebook. So I love you all. God bless you all. Have a fantastic day. Be safe out there. Bundle up. Bundle up. Be safe from these... um, this uh rsv and and flu i have seeing a lot of people in my surround you know in my circle or, or people just in in the social media that that i follow or they follow me that are getting sick um or being exposed to it so please be safe out there um and so with that being said god bless you all happy holidays If you are new to my podcast or new to my social media, thank you. Welcome, welcome. Much love. Besitos. And um, yeah, so here we go. Let's go.